brand new edition of T Watches a Scary Movie. I'm T, and of course, we are talking scary movies. I appreciate you tuning in for another brand new episode. Remember, new episodes go up every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can catch that at the link tree, which is linktr.ee slash tscarymovie. That'll get you linked up to things like my TikTok page, my written reviews on Letterboxd, as well as the video versions of the show through YouTube and audio-only versions of the show through all your favorite podcasting platforms. Make sure to hit that subscribe button whether you're on the link tree or on one of these other channels It will help me out tremendously so I can bring you some more awesome horror content and folks tonight I'm gonna be talking satanic Hispanics in my review But again, make sure to hit that subscribe button because we're about to get started with black history month folks And I got some black horror classics that I'm ready to bring to you here next month including vampire in Brooklyn Eve's Bayou, Sugar Hill, and Death by Temptation. Four films that uh, I am very pleased to give you some reviews on here in the month of February. So make sure to hit that subscribe button because beyond that, I got other great reviews coming for you next month too, including Lisa Frankenstein, Out of Darkness, and Warm Bodies as well. Not only that, but folks, like I said, tonight is the last night for the contest where I'm gonna be giving away a free digital copy of Eli Roth's Thanksgiving, which just hit Blu-ray and DVD. So if you wanna win a free digital copy of that, all you have to do is answer the questions that I've been asking on the show every Wednesday for the past few weeks. You get a chance to get yourself a point if you get the answers right, throw you into a raffle, and if your name gets picked, you win the digital copy. Next week's show, I'll be drawing that winner there. I'm going to let you know who won the free digital copy. But two more chances to earn points tonight. So, first of two questions tonight here for you. In Hatchet 2006, what is the name of the deformed killer? Remember, the Hatchet series, which is oh, 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 so good. Starring Kane Hodder of Friday the 13th fame. What is the name of the killer? In the hatchet series it helps you out one of the entries is titled after this killer so make sure to tell me that in the comment section here on the youtube page you get it right that's a point so stay tuned into the episode i'll have one more question for you another chance to win yourself a point to get a free digital version of eli roth's thanksgiving so what are we talking about tonight like i said we are going to be discussing satanic hispanics this has been a film i've been trying to get around to for a little while now um known about it for a few months and it's anthology horror which y'all know if it's not a slasher film i love me a good anthology horror film for those of y'all never heard that term before anthology horror is usually when you have a bunch of short stories put together with some some kind of overarching story to kind of keep it all inside so commonly tales from the dark side twilight zone tales from the crypt my absolute favorite but then other ones like vhs which is phenomenal as a couple of the filmmakers here on satanic hispanics worked on vhs or one of the vhs entries recently as well too but y'all i love absolutely love anthology horror because i feel that not only besides the fact that we get a chance to have multiple filmmakers involved with it i just love the fact that we have all these different voices we can come at horror in different ways and somehow all it all blends together in the end there so 
Satanic Hispanics brings to us a bunch of different stories told from Latin uh, filmmakers here uh, that kind of all surround this one survivor of this massacre who ends up at a police station telling two officers about the incoming doom, not only to him, but to them as well if they don't let him go and do what he needs to do and so he chooses to regale these two officers with various stories of the evils that he he's encountered and been told of across his journeys across this earth now off the back uh there is a really really good cast into this story which includes efren ramirez who you might know from napoleon dynamite it's got greg grunberg uh, uh patricia velasquez uh, velasquez like so many good actors in this film but not only that but there is different horror out there for so many of you consumers as well. Like the first story, which I would say is probably the, the scariest, if you're looking for scares of the entire film, uh, you know, surrounds this, this man who's looking for folks to help him show that there's a monster of some sort, some kind of demon, some kind of ghost in his home that he can only see when he's flashing around his flashlight in certain ways. And he finds out a dark, terrible secret about the monster that's inhabiting his homes or a vampire that decides to venture out a little further than what he should be for his late night meal and may not have a chance to get back home before the sun rises or a man who he and his friends end up accidentally conjuring a demon and have to find a way to destroy it before the demon corrupts their minds uh, I was honestly surprised that all of these stories actually clicked really, really well. And not only that, not only that, but we're at a point now where we're very much at a point here to where we're getting, um, God, I don't even know like uh, the way to really properly say it, but when we're getting these, these stories that are told through different cultures, and in this case, Satanic Hispanics, obviously uh, representing the Latino community here, I love the fact that we're able to draw back upon like stories that are obviously uh, uh, very big in the, the various represented cultures here that makes them far more real to other audiences that are seeing them. Because as it is, I'm sure that a lot of the imagery, a lot of the monsters, a lot of the scares that come throughout all the various stories in this movie very much harken back to tales that a lot of youths were told growing up in their culture, which makes them 10 times more scary than, you know, any slasher with a mask on or a knife or something like that. And I love that we get to see these different backgrounds pop up especially in anthology horror because it allows for a much more personal tale and these various stories across this film uh some of them are very funny some of them are very dark but have this great humor to like back it up as well too they're bloody they're brutal but they still tell these really well crafted stories and you know it, it's always interesting with anthology horror because uh, especially when it's I don't like to use the phrase indie produced because especially here in 2024 at this point an indie produced horror film is it can be far and wide much better than anything mainstream that goes out there these days and I think there's a negative connotation to that but what I will say is that on anthology tales that maybe don't have as much money 
put into them as a lot of like bigger ones that you might be familiar with. Sometimes there can be a lot of varied quality from story to story to story to story. And Satanic Hispanics did not have that issue here. And I think that's great because again, a couple of the filmmakers here uh, come from working on like other anthology kind of stories like Into the Dark or VHS 85. But not only that, we have some of the best filmmakers involved in this as well too we're talking about people who are involved with when evil uh when evil lurks or uh one of the dead or the blair witch project doesn't matter if it's Gigi saul Guerrero or uh uh demian Rugana or alejandro uh brujez like they the filmmakers on this are absolutely phenomenal and each of them manages to tell an effective and again, as I said before, uh, uh, sometimes funny, but very, very atmospheric stories are told across this film. And it honestly comes off a little bit better than some of like even the VHS entries we got. I know it's an easy dig because some of these guys have worked on VHS stories before, but I think that the problem with some of the VHS movies we have is that while the individual stories end up being really, really good, the wraparound story that kind of frames all of it sometimes has been left a little bit lacking. And I was very much glued to the wraparound story involving uh, e uh, Efren Ramirez as this one man who can stop the coming apocalypse who, who's always on the run. It very much reminded me of another anthology story kind of way of Demon Knight to where you have a character like Breaker who's on the run from the collector trying to get this last key. And that's very much how Efren Ramirez's character came off of as, look, you're not going to believe me until this shit actually starts happening. And by then it could very much be too late. You just got to give me the benefit of the doubt. This is definitely one, folks, that I would very much check out if you have the chance to right now. Um, it's available for rental on most of your streaming sites there, and it's absolutely worth the watch, especially not only if you're looking for anthology horror like I absolutely love, but you want a bit of a different voice, something coming from a different point of view than what we would normally get as well, too. Either way, it's effective, it's funny, it's bloody, it's powerful. Check it out right now. Again, you can rent Satanic Hispanics for yourself on most popular streaming platforms. Let me know in the comment section which one you like the most. I myself, I was a big fan of the uh, vampire story in there, which I don't remember the name off the top of my head. Forgive me. Uh, forgive me because I've only had a chance to watch it once uh, before doing this review here. But let me know in the comment section what you think. And before we end tonight, the second question for a chance to win a free copy of Eli Roth's Thanksgiving. So here we go. Question number two. Here we go. What insects overrun the hermetically sealed environment of Upson Pratt in <laughs> Creep Show, the original Creep Show film? Of course, anthology horror coming through here again. Again, what insects overrun the hermetically sealed environment of Upson Pratt in Creep Show? You might remember that story there. Uh, I can't tell you exactly what they were, but if you have that answer, let me know in the comment section. If you get it right, get a point. Enter for a chance to win a free copy of Eli Robb's Thanksgiving, which I will be giving away on next Wednesday's show. So that's going to do it for me here tonight, folks. I got plenty of great reviews coming up for y'all here over the next week and even more after that. So hit that subscribe button. My name is T. We've been talking scary movies. Stay scared, y'all. Hey everybody, looking for a great way to stay up to date on horror news as well as read the best of articles on anything scary out in the world right now? Then, 
you need to head over to the Fangoria shop and get yourself a subscription. If you go to shop.fangoria.com slash AXDW, you can use my own personalized 20% discount to save 20% off on Fangoria magazine subscriptions, as well as 20% off any other items in their fantastic shop. This is a great deal. If you've ever been wanting to get yourself a subscription, now is the time to do so. Head to shop.fangoria.com slash AXDEW.